Hey guys, welcome to the Tongue Tied Horse Racing Podcast. I'm Danica. And I'm Colleen. And uh, this is our first official podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo! This could be a total shit show. I have no idea. Wait, we're already swearing right at the beginning? Yeah, you can have a little like, oh, explicit E thing. I thought it's we fine. were going to try to, you know, keep it family friendly for the children, <laughs> but that's oh, fine. Not in the horse industry, you don't. Okay. So, anyway, <laughs> we're starting this off just great. Um, so I guess I'll give a little brief history about myself. I am originally from Massachusetts. I went to school in upstate New York at a little college called Morrisville State where I studied equine racing management. Um, and then I basically came down here after that. I was in Saratoga for a little bit, but I came down here. Where's here, Danny? Oh uh, yeah, we're in Kentucky. Sorry. And, uh, I've been in Kentucky for five years in September, which is crazy. I can't believe that. Uh, and I started working at Gunston Hall Farm with Colleen, who gave me the job here. Okay, so spoilers for my bio. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So, um, but currently I am the broodmare manager at Hiddenbrook Farm in Paris, Kentucky. And, uh, I have a seven-year-old thoroughbred gelding i say that as a question because i can never remember anyone 2012 he's 2012 yeah yeah so he's seven right i don't know don't ask me to do that <laughs> yeah he's seven we'll just stick with that um and i have a brood mare named tail the princess she had a mohaman in january what it was the first mohaman it was indeed it was the very first born mohaman uh, born January 29th. So if someone tells me that they have a Mohammed born before that, no, you don't. Uh, <laughs> you made blood horses. <laughs> yeah, I made blood horses. Great. Uh, and she is back in full to exaggerate her on a full share due next January. Thank you, Winstar. <laughs> and that basically covers my bio. On to Colleen. Yay, delightful. I'm so happy to be talking about myself. Um, <laughs> yes, so in case you didn't know, my name is Colleen. And uh, I'm from New York, upstate, not the city. I'm with the cows and the corn and the mountains. And I also attended Mooresville State College in the same program, Thoroughbred Racing Management. Um, Danica has a two-year degree in that, and I did a four-year, which means I'm twice as knowledgeable. True. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I, when I was finishing my degree, I had to do a, oh, the phone is being set down. We're going to see how it goes set yeah, down. Yeah, the timer's not visible anymore, so I'm not going to get distracted. <laughs> um, I was fit to finish your four-year degree at that school. You have to do an internship. So I did an internship at Gunston Hall Farm, and then I was offered a position here, and I've been here ever since. Woohoo! Woo Team Gunston. Oh, Yeah. I think it's uh, actually Team Coles. That's what Team T- Coles. That's what Team TC Stables. That's I asked him what it meant. Oh, it means Team it Coles. means Team Coles. Yeah, I never knew. I've been here for what five years. I always and thought I never it was knew. like some I didn't know name what it. Yeah, I had no then... idea what it meant. It's on. It's literally engraved into the pillar in the front here, and I, I. It took me five years to ask what is TC Stables means, and he looked at me and went. Team Coles, baby! <laughs> we still put that in the book. <laughs> no, sounds about right. We love you, Dr. Coles. You are we a great do. man. We too, Dr. Coles. Ooh. But you should probably change your front gate password, because I still know it. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't worked here in two years. <laughs> I haven't worked here in two years. Uh, 
Okay. Oh, wait, no, I have a pony. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go you on don't want to hear about my pony? She She's mildly a- internet famous. <laughs> Go on about your pony. Her name is Corinthian Slark, and she is the light of my life. And she is currently in full to Super Saver, also on a full share. Thank goodness. Thank you, Winstar. And we could use sponsors. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> sponsor me, Winstar. <laughs> um, technically, they're already sponsoring us. If you oh think my about god, it. that's so true. <laughs> if you think about it. Um, this, is, this will be her third full. She has a Justin Philip yearling who's absolutely lovely. Um, and she had an arch 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 her first year. Unfortunately, he is no longer with us, but he is with us literally on my wall, about five feet to my left. Yeah, I looked at that. It's his shrine, so. It's a nice little shrine. It is. But there's another little lark. Did you already talk about that? I did. What are you talking about? I already covered the, the we did the Windstar thing. Thank God Windstar. She's yeah, a full super saver. I talked about the Justin Phillip yearling. Oh, you just you just briefed over her. So I said quick. that she was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I own a quarter of her, so I expected way more airtime. Okay, all right. Well, listen. <laughs> Essentially, you all should invest some money and go buy a Justin Philip Philly in October. Specifically, specifically one out of Corinthian's Lark. Yeah, not just any, the best one. Yes, <laughs> the the best, <laughs> which one. is ours. <laughs> she she's a, she's a sweetheart. All right, so. We are going to talk about the Saratoga Select Sale. Which I have not seen anything from, except for um, the Tappet Colt that sold for a heck of a lot of money. Yeah. And that's all, so this is going to be fun for me. Well, so it wrapped up. We have the... I I had printed out all the results and highlighted the ones that I specifically wanted to talk about, but because I'm an unprepared, unprepared, can't even speak right, uh, human being, I left them all in my office. So we have it pulled up on a tablet, and I'm going to do my best to... And the tablet's plugged into the wall. And the tablet's plugged into the wall, and (laughs) we're just a little bit on Struggle Street, but maybe we'll get there eventually. Um, Okay, so the sale wrapped up last night. Um, It seemed like it kind of went good overall. I'm trying to go down to the median. It seemed like the median (laughs) and the average was up. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, so the... Nope, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that. All right. So the the average um, total was 411,000 compared to last year's total was 369,000, which is pretty good considering the number of horses that sold were 135 compared to last year's 170. However, that was clearly boosted by... There being two $1.5 million curling colts last night. Um, yes. Uh, the median, which I would say is probably a little more important than the average anyway, uh, was 350 compared to last year's 300. And I read that the median increase was, um, I think it was 16.7% higher than last year. So I guess that's good. It's a niche market sale. I don't really know how much that says about. I'm just really impressed by how you just put out there for every single person in the world that you don't care about the average, you only care about the mean. That was incredible. Incredibly brave. You probably pissed off a lot. (laughs) I know. I probably did. Oh, well. (laughs) When it comes to horse selling, I mean. Also, wow, this tablet's buggy, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, it's really bad. This is what you get when you come to Casa de Colleen. You know. 
Now the air conditioning's gone yeah. off. I have to talk louder. <laughs> the incredibly loud air condition. Um, who did I want to talk about specifically? <laughs> uh, let's see. The Dance with Fate Half um, by Frosted sold for 500000 to Spendthrift. So that could be interesting. Now, listen, I have a picture with flirting with fate because dance with when she was selling in the Keelan Select sale yeah, a couple years, that. years ago, she was absolutely miserable. Wasn't she standing right next to Moyne Abbey? I believe so. Strong. I believe so, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, and you I were was, like, ah. I, Yeah, because I was such a big fan of dance with fate. Uh, and then I saw his mother was just out getting prepped to go to the ring, and I did have a little bit of a moment where I lost my mind. But did it was she, fine. Did she sell? I don't remember if she sold. You know, Danny, that was so long ago, I can't remember that stuff. Me, me either. It's fine. Um, obviously there was, well, I guess not obviously, but there was a Tappet uh, that sold for a million on the first night, which is... just go through my email here and yeah, there you go. get the Blood Horse updates. I actually, honestly, and maybe this is just silly of me, I thought that Tappet was going to drop off a little bit harder than he did. Um, but this may not be the best sale to judge, I suppose, because most of these horses have pretty freak physicals. But, I mean, honestly, there's a Tappet Hip 82 sold for nine fifty to Donato, um, or the agent for Hyder Family Stables. I'm going to botch so many names, and people are going to be like, you know nothing about this industry, which is <laughs> fine. Uh, and then West Point Thoroughbred Spot Hip 80, which is uh, Tappet out of Feathered. Um, who I heard of just was like a really a nice looking horse. Um, well, here's one I've, I've pulled up. Here's one Curlin Colt that went for 1.5, and that was hip 153 out of Wapi by Scat Daddy, bred by Don Alberto Corporation and Three Chimneys. Curlin was just on fire. He was. I mean, they're 550 for Curlin. <coughs> 1.5. I got another million dollar Curlin out of a Yes It's True mare. Consigned by Denali. I mean, they were selling time. like hotcakes, like big, probably mostly red hotcakes. Yeah, it was the Curlin America that uh, sold to West Point, Woodford, Sienna, Valdez, Singleton, Sandbrook, Freeman. Whew. And consigned uh, by Stone Farm, and, and I believe we might Farm. be having a guest come on and talk about him so maybe we should just skip on over that one yeah and talk our, about this nine hundred fifty thousand dollar american pharaoh cult that sold <laughs> out of bon jovi girl by malibu moon consigned by saint george do you remember bon jovi girl running i do barely she's a she's a nice horse artemis agritera had an uncle mo sell for 500 i th- believe that's her first full i could be wrong on that though it I seems like some. It up. seems that some of these mares shouldn't even be having yearlings yet. Like I it know. seems like just yesterday she was on the racetrack. How I, does she have a yearling? I, I never understand that. There was uh, who? There was someone else that I felt that way on in the sale, and I was like, "How? Oh well." So Dawn Raid, this isn't her first foal, but she had a curlin, so that would be the foal to exaggerator. If I'm right on that, I'm pretty sure should be because i freaking read to him i'm sorry that my tablet is <laughs> giving you so much trouble yeah so the full to exaggerator sold for 500 but i remember when dawn raid was running so the fact that she not only sired a preakness <coughs> winner but is like having multiple babies 
She's had six foals. That just blows my mind and hurts my soul a little bit. Well. Oh, Ellesmere. I raised that foal. Oh, he didn't sell. That's a bummer. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, Isn't that how it goes? He RNA'd at 500 Street Sons Colt. He's a, he a nice Colt, though. I haven't seen him since a weanling, but... Uh, what else do I want to talk about the sale? Um, probably Freshman Sires. Exaggerator, who I bred to, had the first hip of the night, um, out of Fashion Cat. And I think she is the dam of Corfu, who stands at stud in, um, New York. But. I swear I know a horse. Yeah. And she is also the dam of New York Central, who, uh, just boosted his earnings to 316000 and was second in the Pat Day Mile, which you'd think I'd know who that horse is, but I I don't. Uh, <laughs> but he sold for two seventy five, and I think there was an exaggerated that sold for 400 So, again, I'm not really basing anything off of this sale, though, because, I mean, you just either have to have a really nice horse physically or the right pedigree or it seems like they just won't buy them yeah and then everybody else goes into the next sale yeah um and uh you know who was hot was ron happy he sold like crazy last night he oh you know i can organize this via sires i'm gonna yes you can i was wondering why you weren't you were just scrolling aimlessly like do do um exaggerator had Four sell for 400. Oh no, sorry. 400, one RNA at 150, one RNA at 95. That's promising for me. Um, and one at 275. Uh, Not to interrupt here, but I did just get a notification saying that one of the yearlings I prepped last year, my favorite yearling, is entered into maiden specialist. Yeah. So, by who? Or out, out of who? Sorry. Shagelford out of Cinco de Mayo. Oh my god, that's Jesus. my birthday, you guys. Yes, and she's also one of the sweetest mares ever. That's um, awesome. Anyway, so everybody on August 9th, root for Nikki My Angel uh, in race six at Maiden Special at Saratoga. Woohoo! Um, let's see. So Frosted had a lot sell. He, I can't even fit it all on the screen. He had 11 go through the ring last night. Um, a couple RNA'd. The Frosted India, which I don't know if you guys know the mare India, but she had a really nice... I'm gonna I'm gonna blank. I just pull some of the stuff out of my butt sometimes. But she had a nice I wanna say it was like a Frankel or a Galileo or something sell a couple years back and it was sold for pretty good money. I do remember that the Mare India, I think it was like last year. Someone posted a picture of it and that's how I know because they were like, You gotta look at this. It was this big chestnut yeah. nice thing. Anyway, this is her gray. Ross Philly sold for five seventy five to Mike Ryan agent, and they seem to sell okay. There was an eight hundred and fifty one out of Swing It. I don't know anything about her, but it must have been a nice, nice physical. Uh, and then <clears throat> I'm still trying to find Run Happy on here because I know he he just had a lot sell. Considering so Run Happy stands for twenty five. Um, with that in mind, it seemed like he did pretty well last night. Yeah, here we go. He had a 650, a 250, a 450, and a 230. So, and none of them RNA'd. So that's pretty, that's pretty good. That is pretty opinion. good. So y'all should have bred to Run Happy. He missed out. I bred to his father. Does that count? 
<laughs> I well, I was thinking, well, it's good for you in that <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. Maybe maybe there will be some more interest. There wasn't a single super saver to sell in this sale. That's fine. They're all holding on to them. They're, that means they're all fantastic, and they're holding on to them, keeping them for themselves. Yep. That's exactly what it That's means. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because they're the best. Basic Tipton <laughs> President Boyd Browning Jr. said the results were pretty simple. Quality sells. And that is a quote from a Blood Horse article. <laughs> that is true. Quality does sell. Written by Ron Mitchell. Thank you, Ron Mitchell, for that quote. I guess we're kind of out of our uh, talking points on here. That's why I ended with a quote. A very poignant, strong, strong quote. We'll see how the New York sale goes. It's usually kind of depressing. In my opinion, it usually is a little depressing following up the sale. Yeah, it's it's definitely a little bit more depressing. The quality of horses can still be about the same. But then there's a lot of horses. It's like you go from like niche market to of like super expensive buyers to like niche market of everything we're local (laughs) all right so we're gonna go on to racing and what happened this past weekend we're gonna talk about the whitney um which i have to say my first thing on the whitney and i don't know why i was the only one who felt this way but when they entered imperial hint into the whitney a week after his um was it the forego that he won or whatever this, it was, the Vanderbilt. That was it. Um, I was like, "Heck yes, this is awesome. Good for them for trying." And everyone else is like, "Huh, screw this horse. He's never gonna. He doesn't stand a chance." And I, you know, I was rooting for him. And you know what? He came dead last. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Well, but- <laughs> here's the thing. I think they were inspired by Blue Point. Yeah, well, that's, it's like, what, no one was insulting Blue Point when he tried to run a, a second race in a week. No, no one was insulting him because he had just won at Royal Ascot, and you don't insult a horse that just won at Royal Ascot. The problem is, I, th- I think, well, I won't say the problem is. I think Blue Point was obviously very well prepared, and he obviously came out of that first race fantastic and wanting more i don't know how imperial hint came out of this race apparently not that well (laughs) i don't know maybe he did and they were just thinking well it worked for them it could work it could work for us and he's doing fine why not they said he was training never better so i mean well i mean you watched how lark trained though and she was running on empty most of that yeah so who knows how tired he actually was and if he was if he's one of those horses that just likes to hide it maybe he's i just give them props for trying yeah oh yeah like i mean so long as the horse was sound there's no reason not to try to run yeah we gotta not be so um callous towards people doing whatever they want with their horses unless they're being really stupid which i suppose that could be like a stupid move but you know what if they want to try to make the breeder's cup let them try to make the Breeders' Cup. I mean, here's the thing. You want you win 0% of all the stakes you don't enter. Yeah, you know? exactly. So they didn't win. Sure, they didn't win the Whitney. But if they hadn't run, they also wouldn't have won the Whitney. And then Thunder Snow scratched the day yeah, of. Yeah, he had a fever. I think he scratched the day up, right? I don't remember. All the days sort of blend together. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know how much of a difference that would have made. But I remember scrolling through my email and seeing thunder snow scratch from the whitney and i did get a little bit depressed because that horse is fun i know 
People are like, you gotta put his derby behind him. Like, yeah, but I'm not using it as an insult. Yeah, no. I'm using that was a derby fun as, derby. That was a great derby. <laughs> that was a fun. Like, listen, you him. don't you don't go to the Kentucky Derby expecting to see a rodeo, but yeah. he gave us both. And people are like, oh, it, it just happened. Like, you need to let it go. No, I'm not gonna let it go. I liked it. It was funny. Good for the horse for having yeah. a personality. God forbid. I yeah. remember the I horse mean, were doing something hilarious. Would, would it have been better if he hadn't done that? Yes. Would <laughs> it have the owners, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would it have been less fun? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> it would have been less fun. And the fact that he followed that extremely hilarious black mark on his resume up with two Dubai World Cup wins kind of makes you you just you be able to step back and say, yeah, that was hilarious, yeah. and now he's decided to be a serious horse. Yep. And I have no problem with being like, yeah, I know, I understand that he won two Dubai World Cups, but remember that time? <laughs> remember that time? When he was a noob, <laughs> and he just bucked all his way down the derby? I mean, that was, uh, uh, do you remember when Bolo did that? No, Bolo I do. did that? Yeah, I don't remember if it was his maiden or if it was second race, but there was one <laughs> he was just bucking dead now did bolo die no bolo bolo's still running he was out for an Didn't entire year bolo retire no he was out for a year and then he came back and won again i swear i saw somewhere that he retired i mean not maybe, that long he, ago. maybe he did right after coming back after a year layoff but let me look that up for you i remember posting on facebook being like wait he was still running yeah <laughs> apparently maximum security just put in a two minute mile at mammoth so that's kind of cool. I mean, he's some sort of beast. He's going to decide on August 19th or 20th where maximum security will ra- race next. Um, so it's either the Travers or the Pennsylvania Derby. He says, I just want to make sure he's 100%. He's still not there yet. Are we going to have copyright problems if we're quoting from Blood Horse? Yeah, probably. You should paraphrase. I, ca- I quoted that from Blood Horse. Who was it written by? I don't know. Go back to it. Also, that'd be funny if we had Bolo last yeah, ran. It says by Blood Horse staff, so that's your all fault for not. <laughs> <laughs> last ran. Um, now I just forgot what the fifth month of the year is named. Uh, May is it May? <laughs> right, it's <laughs> May. Anyway, uh, he ran May twenty seventh, and he won the Shoemaker Mile with a hundred fifteen speed figure. Wow. Yep. Wow. And so he was off from 6-3-2017 in that, where he ran in that same race and finished sixth. All the, and his, then his comeback race was an allowance op at Santa Anita four twenty eight of this year. Great. People, I mean, he was out for almost, just almost an entire year. This is how we should be running horses, not retiring them at three. Thank you. To be fair, this is a gelding and has no stud potential, which is... The reason most people do retire their horses early is because they want to crank those babies out and get those sweet, sweet dollars. I know. I can still be mad about it, though. There are some things more important than dollars. We'll get we'll get on. Uh, some other podcasts, I'll just go off on a rant and get blackmailed by, or I'm blacklisted. sorry, not blacklisted by the entire industry. Hey, Stallion Farms. We hate how you work. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll target <laughs> specific ones. Don't worry. <laughs> Listen, I don't like how your stud fees are. <laughs> hey, redacted name. I hate how you overbreed all of your stallions so you have a whole bunch of sour horses by the second year that they're standing stud. 
I feel like none of us really need to enter the name to know exactly. Yeah, no, you just everyone knows. Um, I'm not ignoring you. I was just looking. Uh, Cafe Fay uh, beat Saragani Empress in the test last weekend. Is that how you say um, the name? I thought it was Cafe Fay, not Cafe Fay. Cafe Cafe Fay. Cafe Fay. I think it's. I don't know. I, I think thought it's I, supposed to be like coffee, like Cafe Fay. No, it's that word that Trump decided to spew out one day during his. <laughs> he was like on Twitter. Oh no! Oh yeah! yeah. You remember he just ended oh, it with I this random like no that keyboard smash. Listen, I try to stay out of politics. Uh, <laughs> no, don't dead serious. Um, unless it's horse racing politics, then I'll just rage on. Uh, but so um, I'm going off the top of my head. But however you pronounce your name, Cafe Fay, I'm just gonna stick with that. Cafe. Because I'd like it. Wait, we can get a race call and hear how the announcer says it. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'll try to find it. Anyway, she sold Keeneland's September uh, for $250 versus Serengeti Empress sold for $70. So you can say that you're into Mischief Philly is all the better, but I think, which is probably true, um, but props to the owners of Serengeti Empress for, one, spotting her, and two for her being as good as she is and colleen's gonna play this inside of Kofefi, these two Kofefi. Up in the early lead. well now we've got Kofefi. None, neither okay, one, now we right. have three different Kofefi. ways to say this horse's name just play every race replay every race. <laughs> no and then we'll end the show <laughs> it's gonna be too much Kofefi. 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 now i've forgotten how he said it Kofefi. Kofefi. gosh dang it it doesn't matter. Coffee girl. We're going to call her coffee girl. In the vein of my back in the day. cute little latte. In the vein of back in the day when commentator was still running. My friends and I would scream at the rail in Saratoga, go common potato. Um, because he's commentator. So now this is coffee oh, girl. I saw him win the mascot. I back when saw him win the Whitney. His second Whitney. And it was incredible. We stood there and cried. And screamed about potatoes as... You know, children are want to do. <laughs> I am just looking up because I was reading about uh, Colonial Downs opening back up. Where the heck did that article go? Um, you should really save these. Yeah, I'm sorry. This really is. And you're first. on my tablet, so like <laughs> nothing you this, want is gonna be here. This, this is the first uh, time of. Dude, he just this. showed up at my house and was like, "Hey, let's." Do a podcast. Now nah, we planned this all day. Okay, so while two we nights, were working. So, so two nights ago, Danny texts me at 11 p.m. and wakes me up from a sound sleep and says, Hey, here's this app that we're going to use to do our podcast. And Which then we've I said, been talking about for a while. But have been completely radio silent about for an entire month before this. And so then I say, Danny, can we talk about this at a normal waking hour? And she says, Of course, thanks. And I said, Great, good night. Uh, and then all the next day we did talk about it. Yeah. That was yesterday or was that That today? was yesterday. Okay. No, I would be much more angry if it was last night that you had woke me up at 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Colonial Downs is opening up uh, tomorrow on the 8th. I don't know when this podcast will actually get out. Um, hopefully within a couple days. But uh, so after six years hiatus they are coming back which is pretty cool with a new safety reform with a new safety reform um to try to get racing back up in virginia which is necessary necessary would be nice 
Um, I think I put the bullet points on You did. On you can read through them. Um, number one bullet point, there's no bisphosphonates. Which I read about because I was like, what are bisphosphonates? Oh, you said bisphosphonates here. I guess it is bisphosphonates. I don't even... I Listen, I don't have a degree in... No, we're not DBMs. Um, but it is a drug... <laughs> we're going to get so much hate for this. Um, it's a <laughs> drug about... That helps uh, bone density, I guess. And from it, from like weakening. From bones weakening. But essentially... That's banning a drug that would make, that would mask horses' bones getting This is the one that they banned in California because they blamed that on all of the racing deaths. That and Jerry Hollendorfer. That and Jerry, Jerry Hollendorfer was prescribing my phosphonates to all of the horses instead uh, He is solely responsible for all the deaths of all the horses. What is this? That's a pen. Oh, wow. I buy the most gaudy pens possible, so that, and then I try to put them in my jacket pocket when I have to go with doctor somewhere, and then I pull it out. Like, I used I like to, it. I had one that was literally just a, the body of a unicorn, and then I'd pull off its butt and write with its <laughs> head, and he was probably like, that was my, fuck? that was my sale pen for a while, That's and great. Uh, he did borrow it once, so that was a fun experience. So, Nate will um, videotape this, like, Joe Rogan's podcast, and we'll also put it up on YouTube, but we are not there yet. Um, anyway... What else is there? Um, Lasix, the Lasix mass dosage will be decreased down to CCC. Decreased down to 6 cc's instead of the 10. So so basically they're still running on Lasix. Yeah, they're still running on Lasix, but it's 4 cc's less. So they'll be 4 cc's less dehydrated whilst running. They'll be 4 cc's full of liquid. Yeah, yeah. They'll keep like an extra tablespoon of urine inside of them instead of, yep. you know, getting it all Worth out. Worth it. <laughs> um, also, here's one thing I really did like from this, and I was confused as to why this wasn't already a thing. The vet record must carry over to new owners after a horse has been claimed. Why? Yes. So I thought that that must have already been a thing. Why was that not a thing? The horse doesn't just magically become a different horse with a different owner. Unless they're just saying that in this art. Here's the thing. I don't know the strict rules of every racetrack because I don't work on them. But to me, it would have made sense that that is a thing that you have that to that do. That would be a thing. But yeah. mate, I guess it's not. I guess you just take the horse and you get what you get. That horse is sore. Then that horse is sore. But wouldn't you think like... But the vets... Would, yeah. would have they it's not like oh they came out and treated this horse two days ago and then it ran got claimed and oh look i've never seen this horse before in my life like they obviously have a record for that horse yeah i mean that should have if if this isn't a common practice it should that be. should a hundred percent be common practice and why it's not a common practice is beyond me i i can't i can't imagine why that's not a, a thing I mean, that's just stupid. <laughs> uh, I guess they're com- they completely redid the um, dirt course there. It says, proper grading of material content to give it a six-inch cushion. And gave it a very high grade and positive marks. Good. And then I think there's something about stakes on that bulletin. Oh, yes, there was. It says... The highlight stakes will be 250000 The Virginia Derby run on the 28th for three-year-olds on the turf. Cool. And then uh, 150 Pasek Tipton Virginia Oaks for three-year-old fillies also on the turf. 
So good for them. I mean, good for them for one coming back, especially now. I feel like that's pretty brave. <laughs> like I'm, I'm impressed that any track is reopening. Coming back right now. I'd like to go there, but it's not that far. It looks pretty. I consider the grocery store to be far, and you consider a different state to not be far. So I think. That says a lot about us as people. I'm like, oh, I have to drive to Harrisburg in a couple weeks. It's only eight hours. It's fine. <laughs> An hour is like nothing to me now. Even though when I lived in Massachusetts, it's like, oh my god, we have to drive an hour to Boston. And now I'm like, it's only an hour to Boston? Woohoo! <laughs> so, oh well. Anyway, uh, I think that's really it for our horse racing. Um, uh, wait, there was one thing that you did text me that I am interested in covering um and that is you said to me I think we need to address the ongoing crisis on o- of OTTV owners saying their horses are related because they're great great grandchildren of secretariat please listen listen I understand you get this new very cute shiny or shiny maybe or skinny whatever fat fat lame sound beautiful pony that you love and you're like look at my wonderful OTTB here I am rescuing this animal for sure from slaughter which is just not true (laughs) 90% of the time not correct (laughs) anyway and so you go on to OTTB connect and you're like look my horse is a great grandson of secretariat does this mean he'll be a good barrel racer? And then, and so at first you're like, all right, this person just doesn't understand. Doesn't understand. That's okay. Then you go to the comments. No, don't, ever, <laughs> don't ever read the comments. Because then, now this person is convinced that yeah. because their horse is the great-great-grandchild of X horse, they can never barrel race, but they'll be fantastic fox hunters. So these commenters will be like, oh my god, no way. I have two great-great-grandsons of Secretariat, and they both cousins. make fantastic hunter-jumpers. I'm telling you... They will be the bet, and then I mean, their storm people are like, all the storm cats have bad attitudes, but they're really fierce competitors. Listen, they're horses. I'll be the first person to be like, oh, is that Colt to tap it? Yeah, he's probably a little woo, because yeah, a lot of them a are a little. Are. And some tough. of that does carry through. Yeah, but please. Please stop posting your pedigrees on whatever OTTB page you are on and saying, look, here's my great-grandchild of, of Dr. Fager. Tell me what and, he'll be good at. Yeah, let me know what discipline these guys are best at. And Every horse is different. <laughs> yeah. You know what? No, you know what? Okay, you, you post that and you say, what is my horse good at? You know what your horse is good at? Racing. Or they weren't. <laughs> or, well, no, here's the thing. Even even that, they're probably still better at racing than other breeds. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, very true. What is this horse made for? Racing. <laughs> if it's a thoroughbred, there you go. All right, now what else can it do? I don't know because I don't know your horse. Yeah. Every horse is different. And I don't know your training capability. If you're a bad trainer, unfortunately, your horse is probably not going to be very good. You want to know why I say that? Because I am a very bad trainer <laughs> and my horse won't jump over anything. No, but he will, but only like once every 17 times and then yeah. you're on the ground for the other <laughs> 16 times. I hate him. 
No, you don't. But you know what? I don't go on OTTB Connect and ask people what a great grandchild of 49er would be best at because it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's his own matter. horse. Please. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. That's right. Well, just look at it. Lark has a half-sister who is trying to be a hunter horse. Now, from what I can tell of her owner's um, Instagram posts, that has gone by the wayside. <laughs> Not saying that she won't ever make one, but just as of right now, that, as of two years after she acquired this horse, it's not gone to plan. Sometimes your horse just doesn't want to jump over things. Exactly. And then there's Lark out in the muck field <laughs> over here, <laughs> clearing <laughs> four foot wide rows of, of muck like a pro. Yeah. And she looked fantastic. Princess who has EPM would probably jump anything that I put in front of her also while attacking the, the what are they called, the side, the things that hold the poles up. The standards. Poles? I'm so confused. <laughs> the standards. I'm not, clearly I'm not a show jumping person. <laughs> I didn't know we were talking about actual jumps. I <laughs> yeah. thought you were she talking about. She would jump over it and as she was going, she would just it. like, yeah. Like, Remember my jump. daddy's awesome. Remember how remember how she would kick any doorway she walked through? Even the paddock gate? <laughs> she was the worst. She kind was of horse. the worst. Do you remember when in her what was it, her first race, she got loose, dumped the oh jockey, my God, yeah. dumped the jockey, got loose, ran yeah. around for thirty minutes, they had to bring all the horses back off the turf and back into the paddock, and they had at least sixteen people with outriders out there trying they had her groom with her halter and rope and a feed tub. I mean, that horse was something else. And her ankle was massive because she would slam it into the posts. Every time she went, every time you took her out, in or out of the paddock, she'd kick the post with the side of her ankle. Anytime you took her in or out of the stall, she'd kick the doorway with the and side of her ankle. would be like, Daddy? Daddy? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little bit weird when she came over to the Baron Mare field, uh, and then I had to call her Daddy, because that was strange. But then this past year, we had... Two or three different horses by Scat Daddy that all had the word daddy in their name. They were all mares. Ah, all right. Well, we have a date to go to an Italian restaurant and eat a load of carbs. And I'm going to drink a martini or five. Oh, my Uh, gosh. No, probably not because I have to drive home. (laughs) Or do I? No, I do. Uh, And... I think that's it. We're, We're getting close on time here. So I guess we'll just wrap it up. And we hope that you guys come and listen again. I know this is probably a bit of a shit show, but we will get it a little more organized. There were a lot of numbers and math for a horse racing podcast right off right off the bat. Like, straight out of the gate, we just dove right into the sale. Yeah, that's probably not the best thing to start off with. And then we attempted... But it did end it yesterday, so... And then I do viscerally remember the uh, incompetence when you asked me a math question. So that is altogether too many numbers. In fairness, I also, I was like, 2012? That means he's how old? I'm like, I'm not even going to try to figure that out right now. When I literally could count it on my fingers, but I'm... I did. I, you, you weren't looking, but I held up seven as you oh, were talking. <laughs> good, so I didn't get it wrong. But I had to stop and count. We're college, college-educated people, you guys. Yep. And I passed all of my math classes. I got a 98 on my math final that one year, and I've never been more proud of anything. I had an A my last year in math. 
That's amazing. My professor was incredible. I, I don't know how. Minutes. I don't know. I mean, I give all the credit to him because I have no idea how he got me to understand any of that. I loved my math teacher. She was a cutie. She was young though. All the guys thought she was super hot. I had, I think I had her husband. Really? They worked together. Well, I mean, they. Well, worked there was a husband and wife. I can't math remember teachers. Her name. I can't remember his name either. But he was super nice and he was super no. smart. You're <laughs> no. <laughs> I just mimicked a professor that we had. Anyway, he liked to talk about trees having sexual intercourse, which was very strange, since that's not how they reproduce. (laughs) We should end this podcast now. Yes, all right. Before we go too deep down. All right, we will figure out, I think we're going to make this a weekly thing. Um, So I guess we will see you guys next week. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. I got to close this. I'm just going to edit this part out. All right, bye guys. (laughs)